In his elaborate descriptions of Margaret, Bernard had failed to mention the extraordinary big and vivid blue eyes that rivaled the impact of Elizabeth Taylor's, or the ice-cream smooth whiteness of her freckled skin. Nevertheless, Bernard was a heterosexual male, and he might have mentioned that she had perfectly proportioned legs, that she was skinny without being flat-assed or flat-chested, and that for the brief moment Enrique allowed himself to look, the spread of those trim and yet rounded thighs was an invitation too overwhelming to contemplate without losing track of everything else, and so merited, for God's sake, some warning. Enrique had dared Bernard to produce Margaret during one of their afternoon breakfasts at the Homer coffee shop when, once again, Bernard couldn't shut up about his remarkable female friend from Cornell, the amazing Margaret Cohen, but wouldn't agree to introduce her. Margaret Cohen, Enrique complained. What kind of Jewish family names their daughter Margaret? The complaint which might have seemed more reasonable coming from someone other than a person named Enrique Sabas, who was himself Jewish thanks to his Ashkenazi mother. Bernard explained that he had a dread of intermingling friends from different ghettos of his life. Why? Enrique demanded. Bernard stonewalled him with a laconic shrug. I'm neurotic. Bullshit, Enrique said. You just don't want to blow all your carefully wrought observations at one dinner party. Dinner party? Okay, bowl of chili. Anyway, by seeing all your friends separately, you get to repeat one of your ideas seven times. Bernard reacted with a wan smile. No, I'm afraid if my friends meet, they'll prefer each other to me. You're afraid you'll be a third wheel? I'm afraid I won't be any wheel. Enrique could well believe Bernard's explanation, but thanks to his own feelings of tortured self-love, he thought Bernard's paranoia applied solely to him because he was the novelist Bernard could only claim to be. By the unusually early age of twenty-one, Enrique had had two novels published, with a third soon to come, while Bernard at twenty-five possessed merely one endlessly rewritten manuscript to justify his also wearing Enrique's artistic uniform of black jeans and wrinkled work shirts. Proud Enrique believed that Bernard had kept him from meeting his other friends, particularly the women, because if the world were to see the two young novelists side by side, the pretender would be unmasked by the true crown prince of literature. Still refusing to arrange an introduction, Bernard continued to extol unspecific glories of Margaret. She's really, really extraordinary. I can't express it in mundane terms, but she's strong while being feminine, smart without being pretentious. In many ways, she's like the heroines of 1930s American movies, particularly the noir films, but also the Sturgis comedies, and so on, in a maddening drift of praise that surveyed every possible quality without settling on a particular trait. The messy description seemed to Enrique evidence of why Bernard was a bad novelist. Not one of his stories about Margaret came to a climax, sexual or other, or revealed her allegedly extraordinary character. After downing five cups of Homer's coffee on Monday of Thanksgiving week 1975, having endured nearly a year of dismal celibacy, Enrique hit on the strategy of insisting that she didn't exist. He declared her a construct, a punitive fantasy that Bernard had created to torment the lonely and horny Enrique. Bernard blanched, something of a feat given his immobile and bloodless face. Bernard was five feet eight inches tall and his frame slight, but his big head and halo of kinky black hair enlarged his presence, especially in a coffee-shop booth. It bobbed for a moment before he protested that he wouldn't torture a comrade, 
meaning a fellow single male, I'm sparing you. Sparing me what? She'll never go out with you. Judging this, the Perry Mason confession he had been seeking, Enrique turned up a palm and gestured to an invisible jury, inadvertently summoning the attention of the Homer coffee shop waiter, who raised his rambling Greek eyebrows and asked, Check? Enrique shook his head and returned his attention to his infuriating friend. You tell me about this beautiful— I didn't say she was beautiful, Bernard was quick to object. So she's ugly? No. She's plain? It's not possible to describe her with clichés. But, Bernard, I've got a clichéd mind, so use clichés with me. Is she tall? How are her tits? Is she fat? If she exists, you could tell me these things. Bernard regarded Enrique with disdain. That's silly. If she were a product of my imagination, I could easily make up the...